<laughs> Chattanooga Drive-In Show here. And boy, let me tell you what a happy-go-lucky crew it is today. I'm in a great mood. It's the rest of y'all is all messed up. I'm in a good mood. Shut up, Jim. I'm see never what, in a good mood in the morning. See, so. see what I'm talking about? <laughs> I mean, we have literally Eeyore over here. Yes. Mr. Snogrot's Booger Bear over here. <laughs> Just that cloud with moving around with storm bolts inside of it. Rock, 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 rock. Pollyanna Purebred over here. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Trying to put a happy face on everything when nobody wants to have a happy face. By the way. Just be happy, guys. <laughs> hey, it's me, Jen. Can't we just all get along? <laughs> just be happy. <laughs> One of these days, you're cha- You're gonna, you're gonna go through some sort of accident or surgical mishap, and your voice is gonna really sound like that. And uh-huh. Russell's gonna feel so bad <laughs> for the rest. Well, of Well, I already his had life. that surgery, and that's why my voice does sound like this. Well, the problem was the reason I do the voice is because one time it actually did. Yeah, when, I had laryngitis. Was she had laryngitis, <laughs> and she called me. I was supposed to do a live read too, or a, re- a commercial that day. Yeah, and you're like, hey, it's me, Jen. I can't do the live read today. Judge people on their very worst day. Then if we were judging Brian, we'd all be passed out right now. If we were judging me, I'd, we'd all be in jail right now. So, I mean, you gotta got to have some, some, some milk of human kindness, right? really sorry. I can't record today. All right. Hey, yesterday, just so you'll know, first of all, again, the Chattanooga Drive-In Show, the daily, entertaining, informative, Chattacentric podcast designed and produced with the single goal of completely replacing all morning drive radio broadcasts currently being barely tolerated by the Tri-State area. All right? That's what we are. Uh, it is the first full day of winter today, yesterday being the solstice. And uh, at the see here, it was last night, 10.59 a.m., the shortest day in the year, and now we are actually in wintertime which means the summer is over the Tropic of Capricorn. Thank you very much. And uh, so you got uh, down in Jen's homeland, down under, they're celebrating another, yay, summer of wildfires and drought and rain. <laughs> uh, I mean, seriously, the, the entire continent, you do do you realize how bad it yes, is? Yes, it's on fire. It's, 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 either, it's either on fire or it's underwater. Australia is just a mess, just a mess. And because we do normally start uh, with things like this, there has been a recall. See, we're, we try to be responsible podcasters and let you guys know just right off the bat because you might be putting benzene into your hair right. or your eyes right now. Oh, oh great. Taken right out of my list of stuff. Well, it's it's Old Spice Secret Aerosol Spray Antiperspirants. The below deck spray products. Wonder below what deck. that is. I know what that's for. Wonder what that is. Um, the pan- dry dry shampoo. Pantene Aussie Herbal Essence Hair Food and Water Reless. What? No, no. Seriously, it's it's got a, it's got a less than sign in in the actual spelling of the word waterless. So that would be I, waterless with a typo. You think you don't think that's, that's not the actual name water of it? Less well, I see waterless brands. Maybe it means you don't recall. need to use as much water. It's like eco friendly because it's, it's making it up with benzene. Yeah, waterless. Yeah. And, and ben, benzene. I just said dry shampoo. Hello. Oh, dry shampoo. Yeah. Sorry. As opposed. Why to did the they call shampoo. it waterless shampoo? 
Well, Old Spice, I mean, it comes in a dry stick and it comes Everybody in the wet. Everybody knows it's dry shampoo. But the benzene, that's the that's the main stuff in Red yeah. Bull that gets you going, right? Benz- no, that's taurine. It, oh, I, I, I've been drinking the wrong bottle the, the whole time. All no, this time, no you've one, been drinking petroleum no, byproducts. No, no wonder I've been feeling weird. All right. You've been uh, drinking that Ramstein album. Uh, live from the Lodge Cast Iron Studios, first full day of winter. Welcome to it. Um, just to, to get started, I know, uh, Brian, did you did you plan on playing or reading the text that you got? Yes, I do. I, I two, two, nine. Ooh, okay. I'm looking forward to that. You don't really have a segment, so we need to turn a segment over to you. Uh, let's 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 let's, let's turn <coughs> what what's what what are you doing over yeah, to yeah. you? That How about okay. that? Because nobody, we all know. What are we we're doing, doing Christmas? Yeah we're, yeah, we're doing Christmas. That's exactly that's what we're doing. Celebrating just, the birth of my Lord and Savior. That's just, what I'm doing. Just to get started, I mean, do you, do you, y'all have heard about the case of the dyslexic atheist, right? He prays to dogs? He refuses to believe in dog. Okay. All right, that was it. I just, just wanted us to get start off <laughs> low so we could build as time went by on this day. Well, as someone who is dyslexic, that's extremely yes, I've, offensive. I've, I've been dyslexic all my life. Uh, all right, here we go. Russell? Yeah? Put that damn cup down and get ready to do some news headlines. <laughs> Why do you always reach for the cup when I'm when I'm really coming at you? You can hear me because, and see me winding up, and there you go for the cup. Because, you see, I need to whet my whistle. Whet your whistle and then tell us about the headlines, please. All right. Well, we got three good ones this morning. Uh, the Chattanooga Fire Department says that a series of fires were set uh, on Main Street and the Cowart Street area, causing the evacuation of two different apartment buildings. Now, don't worry, it wasn't the apartments themselves that were set on fire. It was a literal dumpster fire. In fact, 11 of them. The CFD says that it happened in the early morning hours. The fires were put out by about 2 a.m. Tuesday. Smoke alarms and sprinkler systems were activated throughout the two buildings, causing a great annoyance to everyone who had to get up three hours earlier, three hours later to go to work at 5 in the morning. 24-year-old uh, Jake Stone was arrested and charged in the shooting of a man on Rossville Avenue. Avenue. Uh, Stone was taken into custody uh, late Monday. The victim was reportedly involved in an argument on Station Street. He tried to walk away from the scene, heard gunshots, and realized that he had been hit. And new information uh, indicates that it may have been a rifle that was used in this case, which is rather odd. Uh, also, finally, the mayor and the police department announced a large cash reward is being offered for information that leads to the arrest and conviction of the person responsible for a shooting which killed two people and injured more on Grove Street back on September the 25th. Despite the notoriety of the case and the much attention the case received, nobody has come forward with any suspect details, even people from the neighborhood where it's believed the suspect is. If you know who's responsible, call the Chattanooga Police Department and you could receive that cash reward, the amount of which is uh, going to be announced later the day of recording. So I don't know what it is yet, but it is going to be a large cash reward, they say. And now from Terminal 39C at the Tampa International Airport, it's Dave Hooker. Professional sports versus Omicron. Dave Hooker off the hook sports. The Omicron variant of COVID-19 has become incredibly pervasive. Again, not getting into politics with this, but as far as sports go, you can bet they're going to try to roll on as best they can. The NFL has even threatened teams with possible forfeits if they're not able to play. They moved the schedule around this past weekend because they had to. The best idea, frankly, is cancel the final week of the regular season. Make sure everybody is healthy. Has anybody ever thought?
thought to themselves that a sporting event is the exact one thing that you shouldn't do, maybe next to a music festival, Jen, that you shouldn't <laughs> do during a pandemic. It's just a thought. I, I don't know. It's 20,000 or more, 50, 100,000 people in a space all to themselves and players that are constantly breathing and sweating on each other, passing it from team to team. So what exactly is the reasoning for a lack of really rules in terms of COVID? Money, that's exactly what it is. That's why the NFL is going to push through every game they can. That's why they're not going to cancel the end of the regular season. That's why the NBA is going to fill teams made up of, well, basically your local sports barn athletes. No offense to those guys, but uh, we're talking about names we've never heard of that are going to be playing in NBA games because of another COVID outbreak. Money is the one thing that is stronger than COVID. Professional sports is proving that every day. Dave Hooker off the hook sports. First of all, note to self, money, money, money <laughs> is the answer. Did y'all hear that kid come up and grab him by the short hairs about halfway through? Did y'all hear his voice yeah. all of a sudden? He always does that. What happened? I, I don't know. Huh? I mean, some little elfin figure must have just showed up and just grabbed him right there in the gonads. You didn't hear his voice? I did. All of a sudden, he just goes, <laughs> That's Dave. I've never heard that before. Yes, because I never pay attention, right? (laughs) I'm always thinking about what I'm going to say next, hoping that Mm -hmm. I'll look better than you guys. More (laughs) often than not, fail. Hey, it's time for Tai Chi. Uh, Did you know that Tai Chi is an exercise of awareness? Are you aware of that? I am now. Well, there you go. If you were practicing Tai Chi, you'd already know. See, do you understand how this is working? Mm -hmm. Awareness of posture, breath, well-known for improving physical and mental balance. You need some of that. (laughs) Tai Chi exercise strengthens our immune system. I need some of that. As it also releases stress, and we all need some of that. Yeah. All right, starting the second week of January, a 12-week Tai Chi experience course will be happening. This is our buddy Chris, Time for Tai Chi. Now, that is spelled T-A-I-J-I dot com. T-A-I-J-I, the traditional spelling, time for Tai Chi.com, 821 8947 And it really is actually a really cool, it is a martial art, but it is also a very, very nice relaxation. And he does method. these um, in various parts of the city, the, the north side, the south side. And because of the new situation with COVID, he will be adding an extra Zoom class. Well, let's go ahead and do it. Um, Omicron last week was 13% of the cases in America. This week at the same time, same day, same uh, uh, time frame of measuring, 73%. I think we can officially all agree that that is an explosion. Uh, So from 13% to 73%. And there you go. Uh, President Biden was tested twice yesterday. Turned out that he was on Air Force One, somebody who contracted it. He apparently does not have it. Uh, Let me see, what else do we have along those lines? Um, The FDA, oh, this isn't uh, COVID, believe it or not. Uh, This is something totally different, but it involves the FDA. And I hadn't, you know, we've been so focused on one health issue, Mm. let's be frank. You know, COVID, 
a little bit of addiction on top of that, mental illness on top of that. The FDA has just approved an IV injection for infants that will protect them against HIV. Oh, wow. How about that? Infants, you said? Yes. Oh, FDA has approved it to be used. Now, I, I, what I don't know is it, if, if it's only for infants who were possibly going to be facing it anyway because of a parental unit, mm-hmm. especially the mom, obviously, if she's carrying, or if it's literally a vaccination for all kids. Mm. That That'd be was, interesting. That, that was not explained in the story. Uh, like I said, all the health reporters have been pulled off of anything else they've been studying for you know two years now. Yeah, have been on the COVID beat. Right? I imagine it would be in in fetu only, right? I I have to assume. I mean, what, what how, how long can you stay an infant? If you're six months, you're still an infant. If, if you're a year, are you still an infant? Or you're no, I don't know what the toddler. You're a toddler. Yeah. You're a toddler. So I'm not really sure. I, I honestly don't know. Welcome to our new superintendent, Dr. Justin Robertson. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the local guy. He got the job. Three-year contract. Ooh, what a sweet contract it is, too. That's, yeah, it is. that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money well, that he the, gets to make, and then he gets performance bonuses for right. not for not screwing up. I think that's similar to the contract that was given to Dr. Brian Johnson. I'm sure it is. Because I know sure he had those performance boosts, so to speak, as well. Uh, he was very popular as well. No, we're not talking about their sex life. We're not talking about a little blue pill. <laughs> Jeez, I mean, my God, Russell, leave the, the poor um, gentleman alone. Speaking of running for public office. And speaking of COVID, I don't know if you mentioned this either today or yesterday. I was so out of it yesterday. I'm sorry. But um, the... Uh, I want to say Elizabeth Warren and a couple of other Democrats have come down with COVID yes. all of yeah. a sudden. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, isn't that odd though that it's just? I mean, I, I, to Break, stereotype through cases. To no, stereotype, I would assume that they would be the ones who would be the most careful. Letting right? our guard down. Everybody's yeah. letting their guard down. Everybody's letting their guard down. I go into stores every day now. Yesterday in particular, uh, Pimp Jen was cracking the whip. Had me running all over town. <laughs> For some reason, her car doesn't work in certain parts of town, so I had to go to, I mean, five stars. I had meetings I had to, ma- to go to. I had to make a pentangle. I, I felt demonic going all to these different places, <laughs> and everybody had a please wear mask inside store. Right. It didn't say, we suggest highly, yeah. or the FDA, or Scott Godlieb, or Dr. Ja, mm-hmm. or anybody else says, you know, you ought to wear a mask. It says, wear a damn mask. Ain't nobody got a mask. Nobody's got a mask. I Nothing do. Than boys, managers. I see one girl with a little girly, girly mask. It's Jen. I said, why are you out of here? You sent me out of here. Why didn't you just do the damn job? Uh, there is actually a bit of a scuffle on my plane, believe it or not. Uh, these oh, no. Two, yeah, these two older guys. Um, by older, I mean like. My age. No, I mean yeah, like younger than me. No, no, no. I mean a couple of years <laughs> older than me. <laughs> they're like maybe in their early 30s. They should have been adults. Gosh, yeah. they're old. People who should have been. Well, I mean, by older, I meant older than me. Um, they should have known better anyway. They they wouldn't, for whatever reason, they wouldn't pull their masks over their nose, which, I mean, after having worn one for like eight hours that day, I kind of understand because it gets hot. It but gets like, old. Yeah, but like they just like wouldn't do it, and they got yelled at by the gate agent, they got <laughs> yelled at by the flight attendant, and they got yelled at by the like gate crew chief or whatever, Yeah. the guy who throws all the bags into the jetway. Yeah. And then eventually they were like, oh, That's fine. That's the job. I want the guy that jumps on the little stairway and drives it away. Yeah. He, he pulls, pulls the stairway <laughs> in reverse and drives it across the the, 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 the tarmac. <laughs> yeah. That's just that's almost as good as riding on the back of the, 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 the trash truck, the garbage truck in Bowden being top cat. You get cat. to jump off. It's yeah. almost as good as being top cat. Top cat. Um, 
I didn't know that's interesting. So you almost got to see an in-flight scuffle. Almost, and it was Dang my man. flight from Tampa to Nashville. So I was like, please, please, well, please. Everybody not was already this one. irritated. Yeah. All right, the one six January sixth panel is seeking an interview and the personal records, phone, texts, emails of Pennsylvania Representative Scott Perry because he was one of those that was so active texting back and forth with the chief of staff and with the president and with media, uh, folks over at Fox News and others during the whatever you want to call that uh, hullabaloo that we had on January 6th. I'm tired of arguing about it. Uh, President Trump, you heard me say, breaking news yesterday, uh, suing the New York Attorney General, Letitia James. I call her Tish. Um, basically trying to end the investigation into his private business. Of all the things that he's worried about, his presidential legacy, um, his standing and history, uh, what he has done, hasn't done, could do to help America, to, to harm the, the enemies of America, the one thing you don't want to mess with is any of his personal businesses. <laughs> anything to do with taxation. He, he, anything that has to do with taxation, his personal money, his personal businesses. The man is constantly in court. He he files suit at the drop of ad. He is sued at the drop of anybody's ad because he's just a big walking wad of money that people can take from. And so we'll see how that goes. And he walks away every yeah. time. Yeah, every so, time. So, I mean, who, who's this every, say more about? Every time. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if it says that it's our system just is plain designed to let the rich go free. I guess so. I don't know how or, else you could. Really or, or we're chasing at, something that's not there for two, four or five years I, now. Yeah. I think that that's the most like, like the guy was, might not be a crook. He might not be. At least in the tax realm. I don't think he is because, again, people act like he's the one who's filing his taxes. Not, no, he's got a team of accountants who does all this stuff. They're like angry that he pays what twenty five hundred dollars in tax or whatever, and like he's the one who goes well, that, <laughs> a thousand. Yes. A thousand you know? was the highest number I ever saw for a yeah. year. But like he's not the one who's going. Yes, yes, it's his accountants who are signing off it's, on it's all this Mr. stuff. Mr. Burns, everybody he's, knows. <laughs> Smithers, hand me the one thousand dollars. It's all I'm going to pay. <laughs> uh, now uh, back to serious, serious, serious <laughs> stuff. Typhoon Ray. Uh, super typhoon, super cyclone, 500 hurt, 50 missing, 375 dead. That was a hell of a storm that the Philippines yes, went through. Horrible. And, I mean, they're used to them, and they they do actually have building codes. This is not Haiti, uh, and that that was a that was a horrible, horrible, horrible thing. Um, on Friday of this week, the Union Mission is going to be having a, I guess, a fair is kind of what we would normally call it, a big public event to try to help the homeless. They're going to be doing it mm. at the Bessie. That'll be nice. At the Bessie Smith Culture Center outside. When did you say? Uh, this Friday. This Friday, okay. And so Christmas they're, they're, they're going to be doing all the gathering for homeless folks, the stuff that they need the most, socks, coats, sleeping bags, things of this nature, uh, personal items, shaving gear for the men. Yes, many of them still shave. Uh, women's products, things of that nature. Mm -hmm. uh, get in touch with Union Mission if you want to help. But I thought that would be a, a nice thing to hit you with today. Since you know, you know, this is our last show of the year. Of the year. Yeah. That's amazing. It is. I mean, we thought we were going to try to get started on my birthday, September twenty second. We did our first show October fourth, mm -hmm. 
and we have been going strong ever since. But this is the last one, so we're taking, like everybody else, Christmas Eve, Christmas, and the week off. We'll yeah. have a show for Monday the after third. New Year's. Yeah, after New Year's. So we just this is yep, yep. You'll have to listen to old shows. Go back and listen to some Rockyologies and Storyvilles. Uh, at uh, fredpodcast.com or jeffstylesamerica.com. I'll post some to our, to our Facebook page. Sure. Um, all right, let's see. Kentucky. Governor Bashir says everybody who was missing has been accounted for. Hmm. That means alive or dead. Right. Uh, but there, nobody else is on the missing list. Brigadier General Cassandra Howard, a woman I have met a couple of different times, takes over the Tennessee National Guard. Oh, good for first, her. First woman to hold that position. I think that's pretty doggone cool. There aren't too many brigadier generals out there, too. And this, I think we touched on this yesterday very briefly. I'm going to say it again because now it's on the front page. And, 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 and watch this. Red Letter Day. I'll defend MTG. Margie Taylor Greene. The same, oh, about the same, racial same, slur same, thing? No, 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 no. Not about, the, not about the racial slur. I'm not going to defend her about that. I thought that was kind of silly, No, too. the owning stock in the three vaccine, vaccine makers. Again, if you have stock, do you know what your stock is in? I'm going to venture a bet that you do not. I don't think anybody who owns any decent amount of stock has a clue what they're invested in. They know when they call their, you know, person and say, hey, buy some of this for me. That's the only time they're going to know. Other than that, most of these accounting firms and uh, brokerages, they buy and sell on a daily basis and tell you. They give you a little notification beforehand and Mm -hmm. a little notification afterwards in case you want to say, hey, this changed. Most people don't keep up with it. And so that's the best advice they give us. So I, you're trying to say that she didn't know? I'm trying to say she didn't. She probably didn't know. Yeah, probably not. She probably I did don't not buy it. know. Sorry. I, I, don't I, buy I really it. Well, it doesn't really so. matter one way or the other because even if you're anti-vax, it's still smart to buy stock in Moderna. Yeah. Hypocrite. She's a hypocrite. If you well, are, she's a politician. Well, <laughs> I was, was going to say, obviously. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, President Trump himself takes credit for inventing the vaccine not 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 inventing operation <laughs> warp true. speed and you know you hear him now, i'm not joking all you trump lovers out there you're gonna have to suck it up every once in a while admit i'm right and that's what he says he doesn't say i invented operation warp speed it wouldn't have happened without me which is true and if he hadn't have dropped all the rules and the fda and everybody else just completely just gone for it we wouldn't have had the vaccines but he says i invented i made the vaccine yes. i got you the vaccine it's all about him and then turns around and and talks it down y'all did y'all see him and bill o'reilly yeah he talked about how Together. he got the booster yeah he, o'reilly asked him if he got the booster and he says yeah we both got the booster we mm-hmm. both got the booster, and the crowd starts booing Right. <laughs> the crowd starts booing because they got the booster. And Trump's going, no, 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 no. Y'all do what I say. Don't don't worry about what I do. You just 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 always cheer me. Just just your job is to cheer me, whatever I say. Don't ever boo me. So what was the racial slur? The last time the last time he got booed, it was also in reference to the vaccine, if I'm not mistaken. Uh maybe, I don't know. She uh, Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was. He he was standing at the podium. 
and said, get vaccinated. It was in a big crowd at a rally. Oh, I do remember that. And they that. started booing him. Yeah. And he said, all right, all right. And he, he, just, he just gave it up. So that's, yeah. that's it. He's not used to hearing boos. The boo birds yeah. come out. I remember that. So uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene was at some event rally thing. I don't mm-hmm. know. I got it right here. And I saw the headline. Yeah. I just didn't read the story. It's and great. It was kind of funny. And she started talking about like the groups of people that were there. She's like, I see all kinds of people here. I see white people. I see brown people. I see black people. I see yellow people. Watch this. It's like, oh. oh. <laughs> it's uh, like, I, uh-oh. <laughs> I, before I completely leave the upfront wrap-up, which is the part we were actually just doing there a second ago, I'll just Joe. I'll go ahead with one more thing on the upfront wrap-up. I'll give you your duh right now. You don't have to play the music, Brian. Uh, here's your duh. Green uses racial <laughs> slur at America Fest. America Fest. America Fest. That's right. Fest. <laughs> America Fest, which was held in Phoenix, Arizona, during her speech, it's yes, pronounced she, phonics. She said, "She said, I wonder if Keon was hooked, there." Hooked on Phoenix. <laughs> when I walked in yesterday, I was like, "What kind of people come here?" <laughs> <laughs> what is Dr. Seuss? <laughs> so I'm walking I was around, say all seeing people. good I see. people, white people, I see dull people, bright people, I see people with spots, people who with knots. I see Luke Luck licking lakes. <laughs> Black people, brown people, yellow people. Yellow people. Yellow people. Uh-oh. And then there's talk of freedom and loving America and conservative principles. Some crazy folks in there talking about a guy named Jesus and a guy that a lot of people like here is even better than Jesus, Donald J. Trump. She didn't say it yeah, better than Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've decided I will come back on that. Uh, she did not say that. And then I said, oh, I know exactly what this is. The left calls this a white supremacist party. Okay, okay. Now I know what I'm going to do. So that was her. That was her quote. She never followed up with what yeah, she was going to do. Yeah, what's she going to do? Brought to brought, brought to you the <laughs> duh moment. Yellow people uh, by Chattanooga Safety Products on Highway 58 next to the Hungry House. Good All your heavens. industrial safety footwear and PPE needs. Safety begins at your feet at Chattanooga Safety Products. Now I am the first to admit. We all know the little sing-song rhythm and rhyme. Red and yellow, black and white, they are precious in his sight. Jesus loves the little children of the world. No, I forgot about that. I'm not blaming Jesus for that. He didn't write the song. And there was a time when yellow was was considered okay. That time passed in 1942. (laughs) And it hasn't been okay ever since. Find a person of Asian descent, Asia being a big place, from the tip of Kamchatka up north, to the very very end of the Indian subcontinent, to the to the, and and call them yellow, and and just just see what kind of reaction you get, and I think probably, you'll get a grip uh, on it. Probably yeah. wouldn't go over very well. And Joe Manchin, as he stands in the way, and yesterday during the editorial, I I gave him full credit. I said this is the way it's supposed to work. This is the way democracy works. It's ugly. One man can stop a train. If he has to, and that's exactly what's happening. But then he turns around and says his main reason for standing up against the Build Back Better plan was the child tax credit. And why does he hate children? He doesn't. He hates their parents because (laughs) they misuse that good money that they paid into the government that the government's giving back to them to help take care of their kids. He thinks it's his money. So basically it gets under his skin 
that so many of the people in his state, his words, would use the money on drugs or to go for a camping and hunting trip. (laughs) That's what he said. He said people in his state would more than likely use the money on drugs and to field and pay for a hunting and camping trip. Well, I do call my uh, my child tax credit and my Vietnam War uh, wounded uh, service. It is Kentucky. Remember, uh, yeah, I get money for having been uh, shot in the foot in Vietnam. Um, I get nothing for it being shot. It sounds silly, but he might not be wrong. No, I'm sure he That's is. He's, he's stereotyping. I'm absolutely, I'm absolutely I call it, correct. You know, it's, I guarantee it's, it's, it's it. It's the poorest state in the union. It, I call it my new gun fund. Any, <laughs> any money that comes to me might be spent on something that Joe Manchin doesn't like. Yeah. Give me my damn money back, asshole. <laughs> I want my money. It's none of your damn business. What I, I, I may go hunting for, for squirrels. I may go hunting for meth. I may go hunting for you. You don't know. You I don't know. Hunting. It's my damn money. Give it back to me, asshole. I'm about to go hunting for Sackler Brothers. Does anybody else got anything to say about Joe Manchin, the asshole? Or right, let's just move on then. That's fine. And this is what they swore. We all, right. all knew how to play. You don't like it? Don't let me go off. I'm not. F-A-A has licensed the Georgia Spaceport. This is the editorial section. All right. This is the editorial section. Yeah, and you'll be surprised. The biggest people, let me say first of all, the editorial section, everybody's got one, everybody's got one, an opinion, of course. Brought to you by an anonymous donor. Uh, Donner? Donner? Yeah. He was in the Blitzen? Donner party. He was one of the only Comedy ones Cupid? that escaped. Uh, he left a cave of human bones behind Dasher, and made, dancer. A, made a dash for it. As a matter <laughs> of fact, they called him Donner, and then they called him Dasher because he got the hell out of here before he got eaten. An anonymous donor <laughs> has chosen to invest in the Chattanooga Drive-In Show but gave his time over to a few local organizations like Habitat for Humanity, Chattanooga Girls Rock, and A Step Ahead the definition of Chattacentric. This is a Chattacentric podcast, of course. And yeah, the spaceport down in very, 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 very south, south, south Georgia. You can't go any further south in Georgia than the tip of Camden County down there around St. Mary's down below Brunswick. People think Savannah is at the end of Georgia. Savannah is another hour and a half north of the Florida border. You got Brunswick, you got St. Mary's, you got all kinds of towns in there and Camden County is the southernmost tip of it and that is of course also the home my marriage certificate says Camden County on it because that's where we got married it was on Cumberland Island now the Cumberland Island is a national seashore and wilderness but it is still also governed by the county of Camden in in the county of Georgia so we got married out there we actually had to make a stop when we got back to the mainland. We had to run by the county courthouse and talk to this sweet little lady named Lurlene. And Lurlene. She, yeah, Lurlene. Lurlene. And uh, she looked exactly like a Lurlene and talked just exactly like a Lurlene and, um, and, and, and said uh, to Rebecca that she was proud that she was woman enough to take my name. Apparently, she had had a couple of modern couples there in front of us. Um, but they were the only ones that were protesting about the spaceport. They were rightfully saying that Cumberland Island is too important to trash with space junk. Yeah, very true. But the chances of a space disaster are awfully small. And for the space junk to land directly on the island with all of its incredible inhabitants, 
that don't exist anywhere else in the world the way they do there, this special place, it would be, I mean, like hitting a bullet with a bullet. Yeah. And I, I know that it happens on the battlefield, and I know that, that we can do that with science. I just don't fear it. I don't fear it as much as I applaud the jobs that will bring high-tech, high-end jobs to a very poor part of the state. And, of course, I'm, I'm pro-space. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, pro, yeah. I will always be pro-space exploration. I'm so, anti-space. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> good luck with that. Yeah. Good, good luck with that. I am right. anti-the sun. And that is what I've got right now for the Everybody's Got One editorial section. All right. What are you doing? Made possible... By the kindness, concern, and community commitment of the local and regional professionals at Guardian Investment Advisors. Gary Thurman and his crew handled the money that my wife and I have invested. I trust them totally, completely, 100%. 710-9199. Thank you very much to them. And I've turned this time over today because we know what we're doing. We're all getting ready for Christmas one way or the other. Is anybody through? Through? Is anybody through? I through haven't started. Any any kind of Christmas prep? No. I still have Nobody to start. Oh, oh, oh yeah, no, yeah. I'm done with you're that. Done. I am not. Yeah. You're not started. I am so done. No, I, I have a couple more purchases I have to make. I still have to wrap everything. Um, but yeah, I'm. I'm I thought you meant are we through with the show? I was like, no, we can no. be if you yeah, like. I know. Yeah. I know you want to get out of here fast. <laughs> it's your turn now. I kind of see so how too. fast you can go through this and make it make sense. I forgot what it was. Speed uh, read, Brian. <laughs> so um, I didn't uh, edit any of these. So I, if I fumble through a little bit, yeah, I apologize. This, this I just did a number three zero one nine two two. Yeah, we don't want you to edit three zero one nine. Well, I don't mean edit, just meaning some of them are just, they're worded. Uh, viciously. Yeah, well, I don't know. Well, And, and well, not, not viciously. One, one of them is not uh, very uh, uh, positive towards uh, what we do to a certain degree, but then then it comes back around and compliments us. We'll get to it in just a minute. Hey, we don't care. So send these texts just like you'd send to any other phone. Uh, if you want a, your name attached to it, you're going to have to put your name in there because all it does is give me a phone number, so I don't know where it's coming from if you don't tell me. Has, um, uh, has anyone really been far even as decided to use even go want to do look more like? Okay. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, thank go you ahead. Russell. Go ahead. Exactly. <laughs> Take over quickly. Uh, thank God for the Chattanooga Drive-In Show because Chattanooga Morning Radio and Chattanooga has gotten so, so, so bad. And thank goodness for Jeff, Jan, Russell, and Brian. Yeah, so yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. This is just, I'm sure, to uh, what we were talking school shoes one day. This is just someone's thought on that. It's his opinion. When you look at the specific outcomes, you can usually draw a connection with the cultural environment. School shootings are perpetrated by white males, Gen Z. They're raised in a no-fault society. Everyone gets a trophy, and no one accepts responsibility. Responsibility for losing, responsibility for winning. Well, Columbine was Gen Xer, so I don't know what to do about that one. This was the start of the pussification of America. They spend Howard. too much time on social media and are playing adult video games. It desensitizes, killing, rape, murder, theft. Da, 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 uh, love the show. All the best. Paul. I agree with everything Paul said. So. I He's Absolutely a, do too. Except yes, it does go further than Gen Z. It goes to uh, it. It cross pollinates generations. He yes. did take my word. I give him. I give him credit for it. Uh, let's see. All right, here we go. This one's kind of long, but this one is uh, throws us under the bus and then picks us up and dusts us off. <laughs> All right, <laughs> wonderful. Here we go. Uh, first off, one criticism: the men of the show need to dial back the patronizing, talking over, and denigrating uh, comments that seem to be exclusively targeted at the sole female in the room, Jen. It's interesting and unusual to have a female perspective on any talk show. 
and this asset should be treasured and amplified whenever possible. That that's halfway through, so there you go. There was another one that was very similar. It almost felt like it was Thank written by you. the same same person. So I didn't read the uh, both of them. <laughs> now a compliment. The show is amazingly polished and sounds very professional considering the resources you guys had available. Because we're professionals. I wish you had uh, radio air because you're a thousand percent better than anything that is currently available. It has been a it has been a while since I sat in the driveway listening to a radio segment because it was so gripping. I that I didn't want to miss even a second. This is exactly where I found myself. During the Mike Alfano interview. That is the best. I realized it was a podcast and I could have stopped, restarted, etc. But the show was so compelling I was afraid if I touched anything I might lose my signal or break the connection. And that would mean a delay in the information getting into my brain. <laughs> I didn't want to risk, I told you it was long. I didn't want to risk even a second of time before I heard the complete segment. Well done. You were truly professional. So quit right. being jerks, but you're the best. That's right. <laughs> kind of the way that goes. All right, Jen. Do, yes. do you want us to repeat that again for you, Brian, Jen? Brian and Russell. <laughs> Brian and Russell apologize from the Douche bottom bag. of their heart for being the kind of guys that they are. You know, you know, you know. Look, I, I know what I, 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 my, I know what I signed on for. Yeah. And just a few more here. These are shorter. <laughs> uh, Jeff, chick. Yeah. what did y'all do with Jason? <laughs> we didn't do anything. Jason we didn't do anything. We locked him away. <laughs> He's, He's in a closet when somewhere. We, when we fled the radio station <laughs> in fear with nothing but, you know, Toto tucked in our basket, you know, dun, 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 trying to get away, and he, he veered off to the left. He you did. You know, the scarecrow did this, and we all went one way, and he went the other way, and he got a paying job. Yeah. So yeah, he's jerk. doing fine. He rarely responds. He works at Shaw now. Yeah, Good him for now. him. He and I hang out. He's, He's cool. got a you real know, job with health too insurance. Too busy to get uh, back with his old friends every once in a while. Shaw. Got about four or five left here. Okay. Um, laughed out loud alone listening to the in bed portion today. <laughs> in bed. <laughs> I'm glad someone thought that was funny. Y'all thought that was failing. I think they're talking about the portion I brought into this show. Oh. That's just my thought. You mean the actual bit? <laughs> yeah. Uh, missed, I don't remember w which uh, hotel, motel, wannabe uh, apartments we were talking about. Holiday. Uh, yeah. miss, this Mr. Patel is a real POS. If he thinks any room at his crack hotel is worth twelve hundred a month, oh, the budget hotel being upgraded, yeah, probably that property needs to be torn down or turned into true low income property with rent around seven hundred dollars a month. Uh, That's not low income, but whatever. Yeah, I was going to say. 700 is... 700 has sadly gotten to be pretty pretty low that's, that's of money. Yeah, that's for, for rent. That's You're not going to find much lower. Uh, let's see. Love the show. The president has zero ability to influence the price of oil. And yeah. the final one here... Uh, please keep the mental acuity test coming. <laughs> I love to hear Russell and Jen try to figure it out while Brian pretends to care. <laughs> I would also like to did hear. You write that. I wish I did. I could have. I, I would also like to hear a recurring bash Brian Joyce segment. I love hearing y'all's story about that d bag. <laughs> keep up the good work. Love the show. Okay. Guy goes into a restaurant, orders albatross, takes one bite, walks outside, and kills himself. Why? I left that one with you once, and y'all completely ignored it. So. No, I remember it, and I, I do not know why. Okay. You can ask Albatross is a bird, right? Yes. yes. It's a large bird. Yes, it is. It's an awkward bird. One I might say you have yes, no, irrelevant. Did he have the albatross around his neck? No, he did not. He ate it, then he walked outside and died? He ate it, and then he walked outside and killed, killed himself. himself. How did he kill himself? Irrelevant. Okay. Uh... 
I, I there's no chance I wrote this because I actually don't want to keep doing these. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's fine. Play the next theme song then. Well, we can still play. No, you know, I'm not going to give you the answer unless y'all guess it. That's part of the deal. That's part of the deal with these things, man. What kind uh, of restaurant was it? Irrelevant. Was the man an albatross himself? No. All right, Pimp's Corner is a new podcast all about being a better version of yourself. Somebody would be able to solve a riddle like that quickly. Sharing stories, lessons from our successes and failures. Join Bruce Dodd as he walks us through learning to be intentional with our money, time, thoughts, and relationships. The Intentional Living Project dot com. And here she is, Pimp Jen Lambert. Thank you. It is also brought to you by American Exotic Guitars. Hey. Go to AmericanExoticGuitars.com to take a look at these beautiful pieces of art. Uh, they are proudly made in the USA, right here, actually, in Northwest Georgia. Uh, so go to, to AmericanExoticGuitars.com and check those out. Out. And I can play Smoke on the Water just like he every other guitar. He will make them to fit your body. I can play Smoke on the Water. That's they are it. ergonomically correct if you want them to be. All right. Um, hmm. Well, I wanted to bring up the story that was, uh, I guess, on the WRCB website about Zarzars. Um, as most of our listeners, I guess, know uh, that Shannon has been diagnosed with stage 4 cancer. Um, they will be accepting monetary donations. Um, the business will reopen in January. And, you know, Zarzars is Chattanooga's oldest restaurant, and they're asking for the community's support. Um, Maybe they, Tennessee's oldest restaurant. Yeah, uh, it could be. Dixie and Shannon have been married for 35 years, and Shannon's been instrumental in uh, helping keep the business running and making customers happy. This is the last thing they expected. Um, on the 29th of January, they're going to be doing a, a birthday party slash auction. I don't know if it's a silent auction or what. Yeah. Um, but go to that. If and, and in turn, if you have something that's laying around your house that's kind of cool and you want to donate that to the auction, please do that. Um, and you can contact me directly either on Facebook or you can email me at chattanoogadriveinshow.com and I will make sure to get it to the right people. This was one of those situations where after you've discovered that a friend passed away from cancer and they found out and died almost immediately afterwards, right. you always say, well, I guess that's the best case scenario. Well, this is not that. It's not. She does not have long. She went in with a slight complaint and came out with stage four inoperable terminal cancer that had spread all over her body, and there's nothing they can do, and it is just a matter of time, and she is a larger-than-life presence, and Dixie's just one of the coolest, most unusual people on the planet, mm -hmm. and they run the most absolutely extraordinarily curious 
eatery that has ever been known. Yeah, and uh, it has been known for a long time. And you, if you don't, if you don't ever go, you need to start going and do whatever you can to help them make a little extra money because they need it. I believe they're closed from now till after the new year. Yeah, I, um, I, I know it's it's this is it's already it's already taken effect. I mean, yeah, it absolutely has. And, and Shannon, what such a wonderful human being. I, yeah. I just adore her. And I don't know her very well. You know, we've really just only met within the last two years. But um, well, she's just like the person that read that uh, that wrote that note to Brian. She can rip you up the middle one side when oh, you come yeah. in, and then be your best friend walking on the way I back out. I just adore and, her, and, and and hand you the crazy glue you need to you know stitch up the the the, the, the wound she made. Yeah. And you know, doctor you up. I mean, that's just she's a she's a southern lady. It truly will be a tremendous loss for this community when when she does pass. I hate to speak about it such absolute terms. But yeah, that is kind I, of I guess, I guess I, it's absolute. I, I know, though. but I mean, mm-hmm. what else, so, yeah. you know, best to be honest. Um, and on to something a little lighter, McDonald's in <laughs> China now has replaced all of the um, the checkout people are now going to be on treadmills. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> They're selling their new Uyghur burgers. I don't know what yeah. that means. What in the world? I don't know. Oh, actually, no, it's not just the people behind the counter. No, I saw they've got they're those replacing, little bikes. They're replacing all of their tables and chairs with with a row of McDonald's brand uh, treadbill, treadmills and spin bikes. Yeah, I saw the bikes. I didn't see the treadmills. Another good reason to avoid the golden arches. Thank well, yeah. you very much. Or China. Especially <laughs> when I'm in China. Yeah. <laughs> on your regular to, trips to China. I'm going to go to China for a Big Mac with fromage <laughs> and stand on their treadmill. If I just stand there and just eat greasy fries and throw stuff down around my feet, I wonder if they kick me out. Do I have time for one more? You sure do. All right. This happened in Washington, D.C. A third grade class had a lesson on the Holocaust where each had to play a part. Parents uh, say some dug graves. Uh, other, others acted out dying in a gas chamber. And a Jewish student was picked to play Hitler. What the hell is wrong with these people? When the kids asked why the Germans were targeting the Jews, the instructor explained, because Jews ruined Christmas. <laughs> what? There you go, Brian. What the hell? There the you third go. There's graders your, there's were your told army. The there's thir- your army waiting, <laughs> waiting to fight the war on Christmas. These third yeah. graders were told not to tell anybody about the lesson, <laughs> but they went right home. <laughs> of course they did. <laughs> and did, and uh, now the instructor was put on leave pending a school investigation. Actually, the instructor's the- next lesson plan is snitches get stitches and end up in ditches. <laughs> and uh, parents are pulling their kids out by the you know well, dozens. In, uh, for the, for in the defense semester. of the teacher, Mr. Mangala, <laughs> culture, culture in Argentina is very different. He's very old, too. Have you seen how old this dude is? It looks like he's been around for a because while. Because they ruined Christmas, that's why. <laughs> that's the why I had to do the operations on them. <laughs> why they still lived. You're dying too slowly. It was much faster when I uh, when it happened. You third graders are too tough these days. <laughs> and oh we're canceled. That was good. That was a good save. Muscle flex. Russell the Love Muscle, who you just heard insulting a third <laughs> of the world's population. <laughs> gets to flex his muscle a little bit here. Brought to you by People's Home Equity. Don't start your... Assert- you heard him just say, Mach Snell! Right there. Snell, Snell! You heard him, you heard him. <laughs> Don't start your search for a new home until you're pre-approved with People's Home Equity. It means 
You save time, money, stress, and worry, and you get a guide as you look for your new home or sell a home. 591-9801. Chatmortgage.com. Two T's. Trevor Glass and Bruce Dodd will help you out there. Warren Zevon's. Yeah. Jungle work. Mach Snell. <laughs> so this is a article from the Wall Street Journal that I thought was a uh, very uh, a good read. Quite a nice, pleasant read. It's called, The Biden Administration Considers Sending Ukraine Military Equipment Once Bound for Afghanistan. To word that in human terms, that military equipment was going to go to Afghanistan, and the Biden administration is now considering sending it to Ukraine instead. Um, I read this on the plane <clears throat> as we were just about to be told to put our phones on uh, airplane mode, and the person next to me was not happy with me for reading this article about military equipment and uh, Oh, airplanes really? and stuff. Yeah, he's like you were looking sus- suspicious. Yeah, well, I kept going Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu. Akbar. <laughs> but um, the Biden administration, the Biden administration is considering. <laughs> is considering. I said, Inshallah, you'll shut your mouth. <laughs> the Biden administration is considering a plan to uh, redirect helicopters and other middle- military equipment once allocated for the now defunct Afghan military to Ukraine to help quickly reinforce its defenses amid a buildup of Russian troops near the border. U.S. and Ukrainian officials have both said. Now, the Ukrainians have actually been asking for military aid. This is breaking from the article. Have been asking for military aid for some time. Uh, Zelensky, the president, has been saying to U.S. officials, you know, hey, we could really use this, especially air defense, because the uh, Russian Air Force is advanced. It's not quite on par with the American Air Force, but it's one of the best in the world. Uh, You have to understand that when we talk about military technology, the U.S. is usually on a whole nother level, and then there's everyone else. You know, but when it comes to air defense, the U.S. and Russia are similar enough, usually. Kind of like China with his Navy. Right, right. Where China has numbers, but America has quality, it's kind of the whole, you know, made in China versus made in USA thing, actually. But anyway, I, I digress. Um, what they really need is air defense, because the Russians right now could, could completely... Uh, what would be the word? Bombard uh, Ukraine with their with their airplanes, and it just wouldn't it wouldn't even be a contest. Uh, the military kit uh, previously embarked for earmarked, I should say, for the Afghan National Military Forces included actually Russian-made uh, Mi-17 helicopters. They would provide uh, more mobility for Ukrainian forces, so they could have like a impromptu air cavalry, uh, have a large uh, front to defend, and lost aircraft in clashes, uh, which have a I'm sorry. Provide more mobility for Ukrainian forces, which have a large front to defend and lost aircraft in clashes in 2014 when Russia annexed Crimea and pro-Moscow separatists rebelled in Ukraine's east. All this to say, the crisis in Ukraine is still very much ongoing. Uh, the Russian troops have been building up on the border for some about a month now, and not much has been done about it because not much can be done about it. Um, you can't just tell them to stop because they'll just say, no, it's our right to do so. You know, imagine if America... Let's put. Let's bring it a little bit closer to home. Imagine if America were moving a whole ton of its troops to, let's say, the Canadian border. The Canadians couldn't tell us to stop because it's our land. You know, if we moved a whole bunch of troops into, say, Maine, they're going to march on Moncton, New Brunswick. Uh, the the Canadians couldn't tell us, hey, don't do that because it's our property. So it's sort of the they're same way idea. Too polite. <laughs> hey, no, stop, how about you stop doing that there? But um, the Russians, it's sort of the same thing. They can train, uh, they can ship as many troops to the border as they want, and there's really nothing anyone can do about it because it's the still Russian property. The whole population of the country there. Yeah, yeah, it's still Russian uh, property. So as, there's no problem until they set foot over the border. Once they do, it's war immediately. Uh, hopefully that never happens. That's, that's it. 
Just so you'll know, last time I was reading something that seemed to disturb somebody on a plane, they look up and gave me the old askance eye and said a little something under their breath, and I just said, have you ever had a U.S. Air Marshal conduct a full body cavity search on you <laughs> in an airplane <laughs> restroom? And they said no, and I said, would you like to have that done right now? No. <laughs> I said, well, then shut the hell up. Put remember the guy? Forward. Put, on your, put on your blinders. We're taking off here in a little bit, all right? Do you remember the shoe bomber? Yeah, yes. of course. Wasn't that, you know, it's it's funny now because he didn't kill anybody. Because it didn't work. Because it didn't yeah. work. But can you just imagine the dude next to you is trying to, like, light a fuse on his shoe? Yeah. And you're like, that's a little bit odd. <laughs> he was using regular book matches, too. If yes. He, if I had an Ohio blue tip or just a big lighter, that whole plane would be down. <laughs> he was he was trying to light a, his shoe bomb It's because the guy next to him matches. kept going... <laughs> That, they, that he picked up at the old Charlie's inside the terminal. <laughs> they never worked anyway. My God. Mountains, the guy next to him just kept blowing out the match. Mountains looking at each other. The storytelling time here on the podcast, the Chattanooga Drive-In Show, the Tri-State Regions Drive-In Theater of the Mind. Um, storytelling today, just best Christmas story that you got. It can be about you. It can be about your kids. It can be about when you were a kid. It can be about when you're an adult. I got a Nintendo <clears throat> Nintendo Wii for Christmas in 2007, um, and that was really good. And the Wii was the thing that you held and jumped around, and you had the screen that showed you playing whatever it was you were supposed to be playing, and uh, you held it. Yeah, sure, Jeff. That's what it, it was. I mean, I mean is, am, am I wrong or am <laughs> no, I right? No, that's, that's accurate <laughs> enough, yeah. I mean, you held a, an electronic stick, and it became a tennis racket. Yes. That's, yes. Or something. That's just, it's, you're right, but that's, that's a funny way of putting it. All right, all. Or a javelin. The or electronic or stick. You mean yeah. the controller? <laughs> yeah. It's me, it's me and the remote. You ought to see me dancing around with the remote trying to get it to work at home. Magic it stick not work. <laughs> this this wee-wee does not work for me. All right. Change power rocks. Do you? Um, I grew up in Australia. Most of my Christmases were in Australia. Boy. We didn't do the nice Christmas tree. You know, we, we're not a family that ever went for the fake Christmas trees. Hmm. Uh, so my mother would decorate the umbrella tree, which is indigenous to Australia. Oh, okay. And lived in our living room. And, you know, it was weird. That's but nice. It, but it was cute. Yeah, and, and she's uh, from, like, New Hampshire, right? She's from New Jersey. Same difference. And uh, though she lives in, in Massachusetts. Anyway. Massachusetts. She oh, just, brother. my mom always goes overboard with Christmas. Oh. So when I was a kid. Too many umbrellas. It was awesome. My children have now had the experience of Christmas with her for 21 years yeah. and uh and she still went overboard they always freak out yeah because there's like it's, there's presents everywhere we, we had to stop we had we had to stop we had to have an actual family meeting yeah because at one point i and when it was all said and done and everybody everybody in the family was doing okay mm. and i realized i'd spent thirty five hundred dollars on christmas that's wow. and that's i lot. sat down with my cousins and my sister and i said we we've got to stop and we, I, that was when i was still buying a present for every cousin yeah and their kids right and then we had you know we did drawings for a mystery gift then we basically stopped buying for everybody and we just started drawing to do one gift mm -hmm. for one family member so yeah we, we finally just put the squelch on it so like yeah. secret santa kind of yeah and then i cook i cook the world's best christmas there you go i bet you do yeah lots of turkey no, <laughs> no, Jeff, not matzo turkey. All right. Well, uh, although know. she does make excellent ma I don't, matz, I don't know the what things that she makes. Jewish, the balls? Australian, yeah. 
Massachusettsians and speed. I have no idea. I don't know where we're from. I really don't. None of us have figured it out yet either. (laughs) I have strongly disliked this season my entire life, even as a child. I didn't like it. Why, as a child? Uh, I remember our, our, I don't have this not one moment, but for years we would be able to open one present on Christmas Eve. Yeah, and we had a you Standard. know a, a Griswold style uh, station wagon, <laughs> and we would be able to open our one gift. And I don't know if it was just to get me to shut up, or maybe it was all of us. But then we would drive around and look at, uh, at the lights. Christmas lights. Yeah, I hated it. Really? I hated it. I hated it as a ten year old, as a fifteen year old, as a twenty five year old. I cannot stand driving around looking at Chris- Christmas lights. That's it. And but what? we got to open one gift, and I could take it along with me. And I guess I just as long as you didn't screw up and open the wrong one, it, it was a BB, If it was a BB gun, you could have had you could have played hell. I mean, ching, there goes another ornament. Ching, another so, ornament. So uh, that's not really a memory in itself. But I've just I don't, uh, I don't like the winter time. I don't like December. I don't like I, I like spring. I like summer. So why 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 do you not like Christmas though? That's sort of an odd thing to not like. Yeah. Uh. I just don't like the traditional customs of it, and I don't like uh, the, a lot of the religious aspect that did go okay. with it too. Sure. It just even growing up, I just every year was like, okay, I'll take my my cool stuff. But yeah. I'm t- I didn't like my grandparents would come to town a lot of time. They're Seventh Day Adventists. Oh. I couldn't do anything on Saturdays. I yeah. couldn't do anything on Friday nights. His I was gran- like, this stuff sucks. This this sucks. Get it over. I know his family. His, his grandparents come over. He made him stay out in the barn. In the manger. <laughs> so it was it wild. was just a slow burn my whole life to just say I just don't like this time of year. I, I like it more now than I've ever liked it when yeah. I was young. I'd be pretty pissed off if my if my grandparents were SDA because I'd be like, hey, it's Saturday. You want to go? Oh, sorry. One of my best friends uh, in 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 high school. The first real friend that I made in the South after moving from Ohio. The first person that I made friends with, I didn't know at all through family relations or anything before, was a uh, Church of God, an American Church of God, by gosh, ACOG. Not Church that, of God of Prophecy. Not, yeah, yeah, no, right. I'm, 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 I apologize. It's the other. He was the Worldwide Church of God of Prophecy. Oh, the Cleveland Church the, of God. He was the Armstrong, yes, exactly. Yeah. And they don't believe in any man-made holidays. Right. And it used to make me sad. It didn't bother him at all. It bothered me that they didn't celebrate Christmas. It, it didn't bother him at all. I remember going down and running to a farm store to get a last-minute present for one of my cousins or somebody, you know, get some thermal socks or something, and seeing Lynn standing there, and he was just with his hands in his pockets, never had a lot of money. His family never had a lot of money. They were very, very poor, uh, but very devout and very good people, salt to the earth. And he was standing with his hands in his pockets, and he was staring at a kerosene heater. And I walked up behind him, and I stood there for a second. I realized he's trying to figure out if he could afford to buy this kerosene heater. This has nothing to do with Christmas. He's just trying to figure out if he can buy this heater and take it home. And I tried to figure out a way. I said, hey, we embraced, we talked, and I tried to figure out a way to help without insulting him. Yeah. Uh, Including after he left, just buying the damn thing and taking it to his house and leaving it on his porch, which of course he would know. And I didn't do anything. I just, I just said, well, that's just, that's his choice, his call. He didn't buy it, but it was, it it was always weird to me. Now, Now here's real quick. My, my 
favorite Christmas. That's a hell of a Christmas story. Uh, Before you hear that, what's a, what's a non-man-made holiday, though? Aren't they all con- human constructs? I mean, no, he, so they the, actually believe in something called the Feast of the Tabernacles, which is the one. celebration of uh, that's actually mentioned in the Bible. Right. The, the uh, others, Easter, is not man-made. We've 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 messed it up uh, to a huge. Well, degree. the birth of more, Christ isn't man-made I was gonna, either. I was doing <clears> it right? in the wrong time. You know, he was born in the spring, but it, who, who really cares? Yeah. I mean, what difference does it make as long um, as you're doing the observation? Yeah, so a, a lot of Christians uh, are this way, especially really like super conservative ones, um, where they they believe the only holiday should be Sunday, the Sabbath. Yeah. That's not mainstream at all, but there are a lot who are that Passover, way. Passover, uh, Advent, right. sure. thing, things that okay. are actually... Okay, well, I didn't mean to derail your no, next direction. Right. Sometimes I, Pentecost yeah, th- th- this one just This is just a, a simple one. I, I, I was... In college, and uh, we talked about this the other night. Uh, it's always weird. Uh, Rebecca grew up, of course, on the campus of the University of the South of Swanee, so she's very familiar with this feeling. It's, it's rare to find somebody else who, who who knows what this feels like when you're used to being on campus, and there are tons of people everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. I mean, it's just constantly just a beehive of activity. There's always something really sad. I know you probably had this at Macaulay too, uh, when they took a break, especially at Christmas, and it just was suddenly empty. Yes, it was empty, and you had small handfuls of students who, for whatever reason, they had couldn't a job, couldn't afford it. Their parents were taking a vacation, but they right. didn't go home, yeah. and so they were staying in their dorm rooms in the middle of a dorm that has nobody in it. And I knew several people that had off-campus housing, but one of my best buddies, and I told the story, I think the worst thing I ever did in my life had to do with with not backing this guy up when he needed to be backed up. I think you were in there, Russell, when I told that story a long time ago in Storyville. I do remember that. One of my very, very best friends in the world, and I still love him to death, and he was by himself. A, he was agnostic. Mm-hmm. B, his family was from very wealthy, old money Providence, Rhode Island. So he grew up in a very different world mm-hmm. than me. He was a guy that had nothing. He had he went barefoot all year long. If it was just not bitter cold, he would be barefoot. He went shirtless because he was a good-looking guy. He would read books voluminously. He would finish a book every two days, and when he finished it, he would hand it to somebody. He didn't have a book in his house other than the one he was reading. Mm -hmm. He didn't keep albums. He would listen to one for a little bit, and then somebody would say, I like that, and he would hand it to him. Kind of like Christopher McCandless. That was just kind of the way he was. He didn't own much of anything. Girls loved him. Uh, he, He didn't go without company, but that one Christmas, I was down with my family, and they said, are all your friends gone home? And I said, actually, there's one that's you know all by himself at his house. Well, that sounds sad. Y'all go get him, bring him down here. Well, I went to get him, but I didn't bring him down there. What we ended up doing was getting a bunch of fireworks and a box of wine. <laughs> and we went up and we went to the town square of Carrollton, which looks very much like the town square of Ringgold or the town square of, of Maryville. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's a square with a bunch of old you know, school buildings around it. Usually a fountain or something. And there, there's yeah. always 15,000 different ways to get up on any of the roofs of <laughs> any of the buildings in a square. Yep. So that's what we did. We took our box of wine and our you know, gross of you know, bottle rockets 
and one bottle that was empty and the box of wine and we were just drinking out of it just schnozzle to schnozzle and uh, we were shooting bottle rockets out of the bottle so we were aiming them at the square at the red light at the cars as they were going by they couldn't figure out where the hell it was coming from. The blue lights would come up. And this happened at least a half a dozen times. Blue, blue, blue. And they'd look around and flashlights would go. They never looked up. <laughs> they never looked up. It didn't occur to them that it was an attack from above. Damned and, invisible and, kids. And we, and we literally just we just sat there and watched them and watched them and watched them. They'd drive off. Get some more. Get some more. Get some more. Get some more. And by the time we got through the bottle of wine, we'd gone through the gross of bottle rockets. And we had every police officer awake in Carroll County <laughs> on Christmas Eve night looking for the people that were trying to burn down the square. <laughs> and we finally just clambered down the back and drove on home. I woke up with a bad wine hangover. Uh. But I mean, I we, we got the biggest kick out of that. What idiots. I mean, we were just, <laughs> all they had to do was point the light just this way, just 40% tilt. There's two big old blonde heads up there. Let's go get them. Never did happen. It's a just bit of harmless fun. Leave the kids alone. Enjoyed it. Brought to you by RC2 Realty Solutions. Add the dot com to that. You got all you need to deal with that distressed property you've been saddled with. Robin Ring will help you sell, renovate. Maybe you want to buy, invest. Talk to Robin at rc2realtysolutions.com. Regional Roundup, Tennessee American Water Company. Been providing water, quality water, mind you, to the Chattanooga community <laughs> since 1887. At the end of every pipe, they know there's a family. Counting on them to provide clean, safe, reliable water for their health and comfort each and every day. Might have to use it to put out a bottle rocket fire. You never can tell. <laughs> That's why Tennessee American Water, they take pride in keeping their, your life, actually flowing right. Their life's flowing right, too. They live on the same water we do. All right, here's the rant. 25 words or fewer, just a few. These are just little snippets. I did write this number. Do you know what that number right there is, 285? Uh, no. That's the highest I've paid for gas anywhere. I oh. must be the only one that's not paying $3 a gallon and bitching about gas prices. I've I've watched the I've it's watched down the 20, price. 20 cents or so in the last month. Yeah, it, it was is, it was yeah. two ninety five and it was two eighty five yesterday and I just jotted it down on this piece of paper. I mean, it, that's not was that the Morrison not, Springs Road? Uh, no. Yeah, that's about where it is that, now. That, that would be that would I go that way though. I sneak yeah. around Morrison Springs and come back right up Signal Mountain the yeah. other way. I uh, I filled up my little Jetta for about thirty eight dollars I think with my. Uh, food City uh, gas credit, whatever. Yes, well, I love that. Right? 25 words or fewer. It's anonymous. It's in the Times Free Press Sunday section, the perspective section, and this is kind of like a tweet, uh, and that stays anonymous in the paper. You do have to sign it if you send it in. The very first one, as gasoline prices continue to drop, a question arises. Where is the Republican praise for Joe Biden? Mm -hmm. When gas prices went up, they sure enough blamed him. All right. Which was stupid. It's, it's exactly yeah. the opposite, Mr. Trimble. That must be somebody who wrote in. Oh, local head of the county Republican Party. Nothing about the school board is political until you try to make it so. Yeah, that whole thing is just annoying. Thank you. Fox News is having a hissy fit about the Christmas tree. Someone set a fire outside its building. Well, they should have a hissy fit about but that. But it's completely okay with what happened on January 6th. Oh, well. What's that war on Christmas, Brian? Uh, so Marsha, it's, it's a bloody battle. So Marsha Blackburn thinks those of us who want to stay alive and out of the hospital by everyone getting vaccinated are radical left wingers. Yes, uh, I figured out why natural immunity has been pretty much ignored by Fauci and the CDC. There's no money to be made in it. Uh. Want to abolish something? Abolish the us against them syndromic mentality. 
There are 14 <laughs> different religious holidays between November 20th and January 24th. Saying happy holidays is a way to recognize and include everyone in your well wishes hey, to get over it. Guys, I have an idea. How about we find the people who are promoting this us versus them stuff and we go kill them? <laughs> I hate them. I hate them. I hate those people. I hate those Mises to pieces. <laughs> Where did pudding... Do y'all even know what that comes from? No. No, I didn't think so. Tom I'm and sorry. Jerry? <laughs> yes, yes. I hate those Mises to pieces. And somehow or another, somebody got a voice in that cartoon, and there were multiple mice. It wasn't just Jerry or Tom. Oh, I was right. It was Tom and Jerry. It, well, and it, they, he had all of his cousins over, and he said, I hate oh, those Mises I remember to that pieces. one. I remember that one, yeah. I hate them. Uh, UTC Chancellor Steve Angle has emailed out holiday greetings, but I haven't heard him comment on the sex-themed trip one of his professors is leading. The what? I don't know. You all ready for sexmas? We're, we're all heading down to the <laughs> island of hedonism, you know. And walkers on, on the Tennessee Riverwalk take their lives into their own hands. Every time they get on it, the bicyclists whizzing by are rude and ride like they own the Riverwalk. Oh, stop it. You're not dead. Right, uh, statewide, uh, Alabama, Birmingham judges approved a request to wipe clean the court record of Claudette Colvin, a black then teen arrested for refusing to move to the back of a bus in 1955. I believe we're still clearing out stuff from that. I know, it's so stupid. Atlanta, Georgia, electric vehicle maker Rivian Automotive plans to build a $5 billion battery and assembly plant east of Atlanta. That's projected to employ 7,500 workers. Nice. Uh, Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah, well, you know, we talked about this a little bit when it happened. Family and friends have slain rapper Young Dolph. It took them a while to actually set the uh, arrangements up. Mm. Remembered him um, late last week and over the weekend ceremonies and renamed a street for him in the area where he grew up and was gunned down last month. He must have been a much bigger deal than I knew. I'd not I'd, heard I'd, I'd never, never heard, heard of him. him. Yeah. I'd never heard of him. Maybe he's a local thing, you know. We lost, uh, I think I think, I think think he was huge in Memphis, yeah. and I think it was more that he gave start to other people's careers. And somebody else yesterday, there's a rapper, I had it, we bypassed it here, uh, a guy named Drakeo the Ruler. Hmm. Um, I mean, you got to have some kind of crazy name, right? Is it like Charlemagne the God? Yeah. This is Once Upon a Time in L.A. Music Festival. He was scheduled to perform Saturday night, 28 years old, born Daryl Caldwell. They had Drake, Snoop Dogg, Lil Mosey, Bravo the Bag Chaser, Crispy Life Kid, and Icewear Vezo. And Drakeo the Ruler got on the wrong end of a gun. Huh? Yeah. So there you go. Okay, then. Yeah, that's the kind of names you have to have. You know, once you get through the Silmarillion, the names start to get odd. It works for me. I got to quit top of the pops. Again, Jeff the Ruler is not going to ever catch on. (laughs) Jeff the Emperor, Jeff the Conqueror, nobody fears... Jeff the Terrible. Well, if it's G- and if, and if your name Jeff, you're just Jeff. If it's G E O F F, you know Jeff. Is all there is to it. In my uh, in my ocean of uh, text messages, I I don't know what song you want to go out with here, so you got to tell me which one we're gonna do. Oh oh really? I got okay. Anya pulled up, but I can get whatever else you want. Anya, wanted. Anya, that's that'll work. Anya, okay. Uh, yeah, the, Anya. The, the, the Gaelic Anya. the Gaelic version yeah. of Silent Night. Oh, I like yeah. her. It's yeah, either too. that one or Harry Nielsen's yeah. Remember, which everybody always tells me is not really a Christmas song, even though it's subtitled Christmas 1954. All right, well that one's already pulled up, so we'll go with that. Well, all right, sorry, Anya, it is. That's what we'll go out with. Thank you very much for listening. Thanks to the Sports Barn with its three locations in town since 1979, keeping people healthy. Top of the pops. Same thing I had yesterday. All I wrote down was people suck. And um, <laughs> and, and I, I stand by that here at this Christmas season when we're supposed to be more loving, more forgiving, more this, more that. 
I just look around and I realize that even some of the people that I consider my best friends are liars and the truth ain't in them. And wow. I, it's just, I, I, I don't know what else to say. I don't, and, and, and the fact of the matter is, y'all know I'm right. I'm not a pessimist. I'm a realist. I have had. Most people are disappointing in their behavior and what they do and what they say they're going to well, do. Yeah, never hell, how long did it take you to figure this out? I, it took me 61 <laughs> years and, and however many days for me just to finally just come up with people generally suck. So when you find somebody that you consider a friend that doesn't suck and doesn't lie to you, grab onto them and hang on to them with all you've got and keep them for the rest of your life because they're worthwhile. I have many friends who are like that. Remember the mean people suck stickers like yes, 25 yes, years yes. ago? Yeah. Yeah. Grateful we, Dead started, We used to yeah. get them and then just sharpie out the mean part. People <laughs> suck. <laughs> you see what you were doing there? Starting a revolution. You were starting a revolution, the anti-Christmas. <laughs> 25 years. And uh, that's it. And, uh, and this I guess is our last show before this Christmas? Is our last one. Merry Christmas. Before the new year as well, yeah. Have a happy... The people who don't suck, y'all are have great. We love y'all. All the people in the Don't Suck Club, keep on listening <laughs> to this podcast and spread the word and give it likes and thumbs up and happy faces and emojis. And keep texting. And tell everybody, keep texting to the official number and y'all enjoy yourself. Have a great holiday. We'll see you Monday week.
Thank <laughs> you.